Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's already a busy morning in the National Football League. One of the things that I miss about the Rams being here is that we always get to hang out during the summertime with Andrew Siciliano, the TV voice of the Rams during the preseason, who joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. You can watch Andrew, of course, on NFL Network and Red Zone. And it's always fun to hear Andrew's voice because he's a happy guy. How are you, sir? <laughs> good morning. It's always good to hear your voices as well. I am happy. I'm a little sleepy. It's earlier here on the West Coast, but it is good to talk to you guys. And uh, how about the whole COVID situation? Now you have Atlanta with multiple positive tests. And with as much as the schedule has been messed up so far by COVID-19, it looks like it has a good chance to be messed up again this weekend. Yeah, I, I, when I, I wasn't joking when I said just woke up. I, I am just kind of piecing together this one. Um, I, I don't know from what I gather yet that we are at the stage of let's take this game off the calendar um as uh, brian mccarthy the the head of pr for the league just said about five minutes ago it is still very much on well i added very much it is still on it's it's a road game i think um it, it does complicate things that this that atlanta is the road team this week and um, if you go back to the Patriots and the Chiefs a couple of weeks ago, one of the reasons that game was initially pushed to a Monday, I believe it was a Monday, I've lost track of days at this point, was that um, you didn't want to put everyone on a plane to go somewhere. And that if this were the home team, maybe things would change, although I uh, don't entirely know. Right now, it's two cases, one player. We learned of Marlon Davidson yesterday, and now another staffer. They're working virtually today. Um, and we will wait and see. And I know that may sound like a league sycophant kind of question here or answer, but truly, and I mean this, and I mean this every Saturday night, the last few weeks I've gone to bed and every Sunday morning I wake up, um, you roll with the punches and, um, if it gets postponed, it gets postponed. They have found a way to figure everything out up to this date. It obviously, if the calendar gets smaller and, and you can only move so many games, it will get more and more difficult, but, I think if if all of us have learned anything collectively as a society the last seven months, it's nothing anymore surprises me about anything at any time. <laughs> Andrew, I feel like that should be the, the theme for 2020 is just roll with the punches. <laughs> just roll with the punches. Yeah, like, Michelle, seriously, what would – because I, I played this game recently with, recently with friends. What would surprise you tomorrow? Like, if you woke up tomorrow, and I, I mean sports are not sports. If you woke up tomorrow, wiped the sleep out of your eyes, grabbed your phone, and the first headline popped up, surprised you, what would that headline be that actually caused you to be surprised? 
I don't know. You're right. I think I think we're so numb to everything at this point, and things change so quickly. We have what would be major headlines. We have about six of them every day. So you're right. Probably right. nothing would shake like me at this point. If aliens landed on the White House lawn <laughs> and redid the day the Earth stood still, like would that surprise you? No. It actually wouldn't surprise me. No, not at all, Andrew. Well, let's circle back to the Falcons because we do want to talk about them. So after an 0-5 yeah. start, they fired Dan Quinn. They fired Thomas Dimitrov. Do you think that it's time for them to just clean house? completely and that including Matt Ryan and maybe even Julio Jones you know I, I do think that this is at least a step towards that the excuse me the big question becomes uh, I would would be Julio right now Matt Ryan you could wait until the offseason uh, but you could move Julio right now at the trade deadline and probably uh, get a very good return he is 31 years old He's still a very good player despite the hamstring issues the last couple of weeks. He got 90-some passes last year and 110-some passes the year before. Um, What was interesting is what Rich McKay said, and he's now the GM. He had been the GM previously. He's the interim now, and he said, hey, we're not going to have a fire sale. That's usually GM speak for please call me. (laughs) Please call me and make an offer. Um, I would not be surprised if Matt Ryan – is uh, not there next year because one reason only his uh, cap number balloons to 41 million next year. So they're going to have to do something one way or the other. And, and it will begin if they want him with asking him to redo his contract. And then we'll see what happens. NFL network and red zones, Andrew Siciliano with us on one one ESPN. Le'Veon Bell released by the Jets earlier this week, and we're reading that the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Chiefs are among his final three choices. Did you, I know you talked about this the other night. Is there a perfect spot in your mind for Le'Veon Bell? See, I think he can still play, Randy, but we really have no idea how well he can play. I mean, he came to, to camp this year in shape. I mean, he lost seemingly a lot of weight and motivated and all this. Um, I, I think he will be... Um, motivated wherever he does go. Uh, if I'm him, I go to Kansas City or, or Chicago. I mean, allegedly that isn't one of the, the final front runners. Um, I mean, imagine him in the Kansas City offense with with Andy Reid and Eric Manny finding ways to get him into space and working with Patrick Mahomes. I, I think that makes them even better than they already are. Um, he's still young enough. He can still play. He took $27.5 million from the Jets. Time to move on and much like others that Adam Gase had said, I no longer have use for. I'm sure he will flourish elsewhere. Okay, Andrew, we have a couple head coaching vacancies already. You have Houston, you have Atlanta. There's uh, certainly some coaches on the hot seat. There always is. But which organization do you think that has an opening or not yet would go after Dabo Swinney the hardest and try to lure him from Clemson to the NFL? So it makes it makes sense that it would be Houston here, right? Because of the connection with Deshaun Watson and uh, actually Jack Easterby, the guy who's kind of sort of GM now, and that's a whole other story, has a connection to South Carolina. He's from South Carolina. There's a Dabo connection there. Um, but you already hear the Cal McNair is doing the whole search firm thing to, to spend a lot of money to, to, get some, to get a nice PowerPoint presentation. So I, I don't know that Dabo is ready to go. I mean, I mean he makes nine. Well, I mean, what is it? He makes nearly, I'm sure, with the endorsements, uh, eight figures at Clemson. Um, you know, he is the guy that once said a year ago that I quit as soon as they start paying the players. Well, they are they are paid in pretty well in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think that Dabo is one of those guys that's just going to go because he, he has it 
so well at Clemson, I don't know why he'd leave. That being said, if you're Arthur Blank, and especially if you wind up with the first pick and it's Trevor Lawrence, you at least have to offer the Gruden contract, don't you? Oh, man, $100 million over 10 years. I don't know that anyone will ever see that deal again. But if you think you're taking Trevor Lawrence, sure, why not? Um, absolutely. You know, the thing that, that, that's interesting, though, there is that, um, you know, Dabo, I believe it's Tony Elliott's the OC. You know, Dabo's got a lot of great assistants. He, he is a heck of a coach. Is his... Is his style of motivation, is his style going to work in the NFL? I, I don't know. He's not one of those ones where I look at and go, man, I can't wait to get him to the NFL. He's a fun character. All my dealings with him have been really good. I mean, he, he's, he's a really nice and gracious guy. I mean, quick story from the pandemic, when we're all working from home, we had uh, some technical issues trying to set up an interview between um, Dabo and me. He, he waited on hold, not, not just waited on hold for almost an hour, he walked around his house trying to get better Wi-Fi and get a Skype camera going and change the background and get his kids involved. Maybe we'll switch from Skype to Google to this, to that, to FaceTime. He did this for an hour to get our interview cool. done. And no one else would do that as a head coach. That's a good story. Um, Andrew, what do you think about the NFC East? Even with Dak Prescott out now, do you still like the Cowboys to win that division? I do. Um, you know, Michelle, they can be, I, I think, and I said it this week, I mean, the idea of them being 7-9 and nine and hosting a, a playoff game with Andy Dalton is very, very real. <laughs> so, no, in all seriousness, I mean, I, I think that could very well happen. Like they, they could turn things around and get above 500. Um, the Eagles, you know, the Eagles uh, with fans in the stands surprise the Ravens on Sunday. You know, the Eagles do have a chance to climb back towards some level of uh, – respectability. I hate that word. Um, but I, I think it's the Cowboys division. They simply have too much talent. But remember, the, the thing that I think is overlooked here through all this is that that Cowboys offensive line that for years um, was the strength and everyone could rely on it. The Cowboys offensive line is gone. Tyron Smith gone. Lyle Collins gone. Travis Frederick gone. James Loney or, or uh, I always mess his name up and think he's the Dodger. That's first the old Dodger first base, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> gone. Connor McGovern is playing guard. He played tackle in college. I mean, this, this old line is not what it, what it was. So uh, they have to find a way to protect Andy Dalton. Hey, Andrew, before we let you go, you're doing uh, NFL red zone on direct TV. So you're seeing every team every Sunday and you get a glimpse, but you, you're able to watch a lot of games. Well, you're a good football watcher. So of those teams that are out there now, and we'll include the Chiefs and the Bills, and then the unbeaten mm-hmm. Steelers, Packers, Titans, Seahawks. Who's the best team in the NFL right now? Oh, man. So, I, I would go with the Packers, but I truly do believe in the Seahawks, even though their defense is really bad, Be because I believe in Russell Wilson. Um, I, not that I don't believe in Aaron Rodgers, but I, I, would, I would go with one of those two. However, now that I say that, uh, I, you know, the Tennessee Titans come out and punch you in the mouth. Um, yeah. They had 16 days off. They had no practice. Um, they do one thing and one thing really well, and that is run the ball down your throat. And until somebody stops that, um, 
they they are in that conversation as well. And oh, by the way, we're remiss to not include the Ravens in there. They lead the league in plus minus. They've got the the best scoring defense in the league. So sure. the Ravens have to be in the conversation too. Yet all week this week, Randy, they're asking uh, John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson what's wrong with the offense. Not like in a horribly negative, you kind of stink way, but that offense last week did not look good at all, and Lamar had three picks dropped. Yet they almost shut it out, and Zach Taylor kicked the field goal at the end just to avoid a 27 nothing. So what do I know? Hey, it's great to hear your voice. You know a lot, man. You're great, and I always love watching you, and I always appreciate when you take some time with Michelle and I. Hey, I miss you both. It's great to hear from you both, and let's do it again soon. We shall. Thank you, Andrew. Take care. You got it. Have a good day. That's Andrew Siciliano, NFL Network, or actually NFL Network and DirecTV Red Zone, joining us on 101 ESPN. You know, his question that he posed, what headline would shock you? If you if you woke up in the morning, first thing you do is you pick up the phone and you saw this headline, what would shock you? If I saw, hey, the NFL's returning to St. Louis, that would shock that, me. That would shock me. Shock me. But you know what would have shocked me three days ago? White Sox and Tony LaRussa discussing a managerial <laughs> opening. That's true. Yeah, I think it's 2020. It's really not that big of a deal. I would go, is this the onion? Like, <laughs> what, what is this? We're going to cross things over with Dan McLaughlin. Scoops with Danny Mac coming up at the top of the hour on 101 ESPN.